One of the biggest lessons that I've learned over the past couple of years is that we need to be way, way, way more intentional about everything in our businesses and our lives if we truly want to get whatever it is that we're after. If we have a clear picture of who we want to become, what we want to do, and what we want to have, we need to be insanely intentional. And one of the individuals that has inspired me in the topic of intention is Mike Claudio. Mike Claudio was my personal business coach in 2022. I've been in the win rate consulting ecosystem for the past couple of years. And Mike is someone that has had direct influence on me in terms of being intentional with everything that I want in my business and my life. I recently had an opportunity to sit down with Mike down in Florida and chop it up about business, about life, about the mindset it takes to truly be intentional to go after everything that you want. Mike is a good friend of mine. He's someone that has a good presence. He commands attention. And you can see just in this conversation how intentional he's been with everything uh, in his business and his life and how that has rubbed off on me as well. And we recorded this conversation because I wanted to rub off on you as well. I want you to be more intentional with everything that you're about and everything that you want as well. So tune in to this conversation, this fun, casual, laid back conversation with my friend, Mike Claudio. Thanks for being here, Mike. Yeah, man. Hey, you're yeah, absolutely. So you're keynoting, uh, you're one of the keynote speakers at RoofCon. I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah, no, yeah. I, you know, you know, I got like you know, thousands of tickets sold. Yeah. You know, so I'm in, I'm like anticipated, I'm like the second to last speaker on Saturday, so we'll still okay. see who's like not hungover and well, no, that's, who lasts to end of day Saturday. You're a good person for that guy. Bring the energy. I'm going to bring the energy. Instead of some sure. stiff up there, he's going to bore people. When you're, yeah, guy, when you're planning a presentation or a speech like this, what goes through your mind as far as how to like, you know, provide the most value to the most people? Or like, what's your approach? So, uh, I don't try to bring value to a lot of people. Okay. I think about one person. Awesome. What's one person dealing with? And that, I try to get very intentional, very tactical, very specific down to that one person. Yep. And like, people are not as unique as they think they are. Uh-huh. Right? Business owners are not as unique as they think they are. Roofing companies are not as unique as, as they think they are. And so, you talk to one person very intimately. It has been, there can be 5,000 people in the room. Yeah. And what happens is, is each person has the freedom to put their feedback, their story, their nuance into the story. Right. Because I can get so into it. I'm not trying to teach everybody something. Yeah. And you know me, like I'm not, I'm not the most, uh, we'll say education driven presenter. Right. It's not about the details. Yeah. It's, it, it's about telling enough of a story that allows people to put themselves into it. Mm. And then like run their own imagination. Like there's, I always look for the part in the, in the, in the conversations or we'll say presentations when you watch people going into the rabbit hole in their own heads. Yeah. You've done it, right? Yeah. You, oh. You've had me on stage. Like I see like a, or they're looking down and they're not looking at their phones. Yeah. So you can sell like they're like thinking they're deep right. thought on a, on a message you gave. I think that's where a lot of people over deliver information in presentations. Yeah. Guilty. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. And like, because you lose people mm-hmm. for like, if I like, let's take a 60 minute keynote, you're going to lose people for at least 30 minutes of that keynote. <laughs> it's hard to accept that, but it's, it's, it's so it's reality. Right? If you're, especially if you're good at eliciting emotion from the audience, because right. you're going to drive them ups and downs. With, like they're, you're going to say something 15 minute mark and they're going to go down a 15 minute visual of yeah. whatever story that you just triggered for them. 
right? Or ever thought you just triggered for them. Like you told a story this morning about, yo, John Maxwell said one thing. Yeah. You didn't hear anything else. Yeah. You, and like you went down this rabbit hole of, oh my God, that's the piece I was missing. And you had, you go through the whole visualization of like the 10 years leading to that moment. Yeah. And then the next 10 months. Yeah. What are you going to do? Right. You didn't hear the rest of that entire speech. Yeah. And so I try to get three, four, five of those moments that I believe are intended for a specific avatar. Man, that is, I'm so glad I asked that question. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Because <laughs> I am an over-educator because I'm like, I have to add so much value because, but you're right. Like, well, it's, it's about the time, right? Like you did that that virtual training for the whole, yeah. from, for one of my, like the Mike Claudio clients, right. right? And you could have talked on 45 minutes about one of those slides. Yeah, I know. Right. And yeah. you try to fit 30 yeah. to like, you know, n- a 90 minute with Q&A. Right. You did a phenomenal job. It's one of the best I think I've ever seen you do, honestly. Cool. Like the way that, you know, virtual is hard. Yeah. We're sitting in my living room. You're on the TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to see everybody. It's hard to get the facial expressions of, is it working? Yeah. At least one of the best ones you've ever done. Yeah. From a delivery perspective. But like everybody took one thing away from that. Right. And you gave 120 things. Right. Totally. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You're, it showed how it showed why you are the expert that you are. But from a keynote perspective, yeah. An event like this, especially after three days of people oh, being 100%. sitting there. Yeah. I'm going to talk to one person I about that one thing. I love that. And I believe it'll land with thousands. I think you do the good job of that in your podcast as well. Like your Monday morning motivation. Yeah. You're talking to like one person. Like I texted you on Monday morning. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're talking to me. Yeah. Like that resonated hardcore. That was awesome. So you, WinRate is a, a one-on-one coaching organization for construction and home services companies. Correct. Right? Yep. I know that because you posted on Facebook the other day, like very explicitly, just a reminder. Sometimes you have to remind people of what the heck you do. And you do. Besides yeah. putting out content. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't do a great job selling us. I'm the same way. I hardly, I forgot to do it this morning. I'm like, oh crap. You need to like introduce your company. Because like, it's hard when you spend so much time around people that know you. Yeah. And I realized this room, I'm like, whoa, most people don't know who I am here. I didn't have to be, <laughs> I, I didn't have an intro slide on my presentation for RoofCon. Yeah. I'm like, I should probably have an intro slide. <laughs> yeah, like, well, you don't know who I am? That's your fault. That's you problem. Who are you? Who are you? Where you been? Like, <laughs> well, so you see a lot of patterns. I mean, you work with a lot of contractors, a lot of home services companies. I'm sure you see a lot of patterns. Where are some of the patterns you've seen this year? Whether it's where, you know, guys are struggling or winning or finding uh just you know wins i've been trying to put like a theme on the year yeah i can tell i've seen it like you kind of mentioned your content here and there because i pay attention yeah no and i you know everything i do is intentional classical like that like people underestimate how much thought i put into like what seems sporadic is very intentional yeah you learned that firsthand the first event i came to the first wintering event in greenville south carlina no no no, that, was, that was at the warehouse in Charlotte. Yeah, yeah in Charlotte. that first yeah. event, I walked in and like you could see, you could see the way like you operate like this next level of intentionality. Yeah, very and that's excessively. That's actually my word of this year is intention. Well, that's awesome. Intentional. So go ahead. Yeah. So the pattern I saw this year is that money with money clouded a lot of process deficiencies over the last couple of years. Yeah, I like that. And so what happened was is people were operating as if they were winning. When like and so if you look at the well we we'll use marketing as a pro- and I used right. in, a, in a talk I did a couple a couple months ago was like the fourth fifth sixth guy won because one two and three were too busy Ooh, right yeah, yeah. like it, it was a waterfall yeah, effect yeah right and so oh you're available sure let's go that's what it was yeah you you didn't have to be anything do anything have anything 
you were just, oh, you can get to it this year. Yeah. I, I'm a, here's a deposit. So I don't yeah. lose this. Right. And well, as projects become more sparse, there's not as much overflow from one, two, and three. Yeah. One, two, and three are always going to win. Right, because there's, markets are big enough. There's enough to go around. Yeah. What, what happened was four, five, and six were winning without processes. Ooh, yeah. And then they were taking the idols, taking the PPPs, getting these huge cash influxes, and then now they're broke again. Yeah. But what they didn't watch is as their cash revert reserves dwindled. Right. They didn't pay attention to that. Means there's a hole in the ship. Yeah. Not you're not investing intentionally. If you're investing intentionally, there should be a return on investment. Mm-hmm. Your cash reserves should be like depleting every yeah. ninety days. And so the cash that was put in caused one, two, and three to stay over busy, which caused people to jump at four, five, and six, mm-hmm. right? And those four, five, and six are the ones that are hurting right now. One, two, and three are just, they're not a year out like they used to be. Right. So they're starting to feel some pressure. They're starting to feel a little bit different. They're starting to like maybe have to pull back on their sales team a little bit. Yeah. There's some layoffs happening. Look at their marketing spend and, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, 100%. So they're getting one, two, and three are getting more intentional. Yeah. Four, five, and six are drowning because they overinvested. They 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 hired without processes. They hired because there was a ton of business yep. coming their way because one, two, and three physically couldn't take on more business. Yeah. And now you're seeing strategy, process, brand, yeah. sales presentation, due diligence, follow-up. Are now necessary yeah and four five and six don't have it so their process deficiencies are causing them to underperform wildly and they don't have the skill set to solve the problem one two and three have the skill sets right and i'm not judging four five and six yeah. but if you felt like oh man dude i'm a 2020 2021 2022 and that's the only business experience you have you will have never ran a business it was a checkout. Yeah. It was literally a checkout. Yeah. You're right? an order taker. You were yeah. literally an order taker. Yeah. And I'm not judging you, but accept that. Like, right. I'm not saying you're you're just ignorant not, not in a good way. Like you just don't know. I don't, I you don't know. Yeah. But those are the people I think this year, I think money really clouded process to Yeah. Hey, I mean, I can look at like I'm going to the rabbit hole in my mind right now, yeah. looking at contractor dynamics. Where did we we're guilty of some of that as well? Well, I think and, they had a scale at a faster pace than they've ever seen before. Yes. And so like Guys like us are implement, analyze, adjust. Yeah. You're better at that now than, than I think you were previously. Yeah. But- We don't go a week without looking at like all the scorecard. We also, were, we had to make decisions faster than we could analyze and adjust. Yeah. Yeah. So we're implementing quickly. Right. Right. Hires, yep. customers, product offerings, services. Yeah. And so that's why you see a lot of guys adding extra services now. Yeah. Because they're primary, because they hired all these people. Yeah. That wasn't, that wasn't sufficient. Well, don't be afraid to make the next decision, which and so, you and, coach me but, on. But they don't have to, they're not, they don't have enough time to analyze and adjust between decisions. Yeah, that's true. So they're making sporadic, like I call it like this, they're making sporadic decisions like this, where snapshot, every one of those decisions makes sense based yeah. on the data, but none of them work together. Right. And so they, they're constantly volleying between what gets attention, what gets money, what gets, yeah, like, what gets improved. Right. Cause if you're, if you're constantly implementing analyzing, there's nothing being adjusted yeah as you go even further in 10 directions yeah right? and all of that just i think is destroying people right now wow job security for guys like you and i, I guess i'll, I'll still take right? it you know it, it's it goes both ways right like we we had a we had more attrition this year in client base yeah than we were we were used to and i think a big part of it was is those four five and sixes yeah right and right not everybody solved the problems. Not everybody did the work. Not everybody wanted to evolve the way that they needed to to keep up with the market demands right now and those guys, we lost a decent amount in third quarter. September, we've talked about this, right? Even last yeah. September's 
the worst month You've of the year for business. I've always yeah. talked about it. Yeah. And we lost like eight or nine guys in September. Yeah. Because I think it's like the black hole of the year. It's right. the the rush of the summer has worn you out. You're recognizing you're not going to hit your yearly targets and it becomes this black hole of depression and anxiety. It happens every Hey, man, year. real talk. No one wants to talk real about talk. this stuff. No, it's real talk. <laughs> September sucks. And so that was like a let's analyze. Yeah. Right? And every one of the people that left, we would have said by looking at their year mm-hmm. and their act- activity and the way they showed up for right. the coaching were not ideal clients. Yeah, we can... Yeah, same thing. Same thing. Like, yeah. you know, we, neither one of us are a done for you company. Right. We're a done with you, but really we're like, we're going to teach you how to do it. Yeah. And so that was a big part of this year, I think, was really analyzing, like, we're not, we made some changes going next year. Yeah. We're not locking down TCC next year. Because what happened was that scarcity caused in FOMO caused people to sign up that shouldn't have. Ah, uh, yeah. Because they're like, we got to get in now. When you're too good at sales sometimes. And yeah. so like we had like major attrition in February and major attrition in September because got people it. got in like, oh, we'll figure it out in my February. They can't afford it. Right. You shouldn't have signed up. Yeah. And like, we don't do like, hey, submit your PL, your balance sheet to make sure you can afford. Oh, yeah. Sales. We just assume you're an adult and you make right. financial decisions. But no, not always. Uh-huh. And so we're analyzing right now going to next year and like creating less of a scarcity mindset, more of a come when you're ready, right? more of a higher qualifier. Cool. And we're still growing. Like, you know, we're looking at numbers right now. You know, we did 2.2 last year. We'll do awesome. like 3, 3.3 this year. Give awesome. or take. We already got 2.4 in renewals for next year. Awesome. Like, and like I'm happy with that. Yeah. Like I'm be. thrilled yeah. with that, right? Like we're going in just on the renewals we have right now on existing clients. Right. That's where we're at. Awesome. Like that's a huge win for me going like i'm going into 2024 with more revenue on the books than i did in 2022 and i'm i haven't even started higher like i just got like this my new you know director of revenue yeah start till january cool i got my first sales guy ever that's actually producing something awesome he's only in like he's in this 90th day okay so like we're poised for growth yeah yeah and if we don't I my nuts covered. Cool. Everybody's paid next year we get yeah. to our events maybe there's not as much for marketing or travel or events right. or sponsorships but like I can pay my team and throw our events and still hit my twenty percent like net margin, which you know is my target. Yeah, I can do all of that right now for twenty twenty four. That's awesome. So it's like it, I'm 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 excited about growth. Yeah, but like if I look at the holistic of this year, we're going at it differently because of that. There's not going to be as many four fives and sixes. Okay, there's a lot more one twos and threes, and they're going to be a lot more specific with how they're investing their money. We've seen that ourselves as well, where you see roofing companies, contracting companies, they've been overspending on marketing because they just didn't care. Yep. They had so much money. Yep. And they're just throwing things out there, 10 grand. Why not? 10 grand, 20 grand a month, whatever. And now they're looking at that and be like, dude, what am I? I'm spending 10 grand on what? And now like they're coming to us where they can spend less with us. They can hire an in-house marketing manager, still have some money for for marketing. Not spend 200 grand a year. And maybe spend the same, but yeah. they're getting ridiculous like no, no. Uh, uh, they have more control they're getting better results or they can spend less whatever well but, the truth is and i'm sure you see this it's the 80 20 rule is massive in marketing 80 really? percent of your results come from 20 percent of the effort. yeah well there's an old saying like it's not old bro it's new as shit like it's, yeah it is it's always it's always reassured reasserting itself yeah and if you look at like i just did this with a client who probably spends about 30 grand a month okay. in marketing and they're about a five million dollar company okay um, and they were, they had like, you know, I think it was like 11 or 12 different marketing avenues. Yeah. From, you know, the magazines to the right. networking, to the sponsorships, to the stuff like this. And we looked at it and like literally 80% of his role results came from 20% of his spend. Oh yeah. And I was like, we'll cut that out next year. Cut that up. Yeah. That contract up. What is that contract up? And it was like, we saved a hundred thousand dollars for next year. Yeah. 
and, and we'll get better results because we're going to take what's left, double down, on double it. down on what's working. Totally. And he was like, "Man, I'm so glad we just looked at this." Yeah. Because but guys just don't look at it. Totally. Especially a five million dollar company. Yeah. Five million is like you're still two in the business. Yeah. Most business owners. Right. You know, five million, you're still pretty in it. And we we go through the exercise of like a new client or a prospect. Like, what are you spending? Like, oh, I'll do three grand in Google ads, two grand in this, three grand in that. And it's not until they're uh, in that conversation, like, oh, that is up to 13 grand a month. Like, yeah. I didn't realize, you know, and it, it just happens because you add complexity over time. And you got well, most people don't even track where the leads came from. Oh, yeah. Luckily, this client had that. Yeah. Like, they yeah. did a very right. good job tracking lead sources. Right. But most people don't even have that. No, I know. Like, what are we leads you about? Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah. That's $36,000 a year you're yeah. throwing it. And it doesn't, that's a lot of money. Spraying and praying, man. Bro, like that's a position. Yeah. Right. It's like, like a, that's a hire. Yeah. That you're just throwing at something totally. and you don't even know if it's working or not. Yeah. So. Yeah. There's an old saying that uh, 50% of my marketing isn't working. I'm just not sure what 50%. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's so true. And it does change over time. And that's what we're going to go into after this break. We're going to go into yeah. marketing math and numbers and plans. But one of the things I want to highlight, what Mike said is uh, go down that rabbit hole. Like he's clear on what their what win rate is doing for 2024 on their numbers, yeah. and Mike has helped me do that as a client of win rate, and we help our clients do that. Get super clear on their numbers and what they want, because if you're not, like if you're not as dialed in as Mike is, like you're you're flying blind. Well, so and I flew I've flown blind for way too long, and it puts the business at risk and it's unnecessary stress on everyone. And so even to double down on what we talked about the one twos and threes, I've had substantially more people pay. To have me come in for a day to sit with them. I've seen that it's, on the social. It's been substantial yeah. more because those one, twos, and threes know the value. Yeah. I'm not judging like one, twos, and threes. I'm not like, like I was using it as a generic state. Yeah. Those guys who like are intentional with their right. money are now spending more money to bring me in to sit with that yeah. team in person for a day. And it's bringing massive value. Yeah. But they're actually spending more money with me. Right. Right. And so I look at it from a business perspective. Those people, like no matter who you are, you have customers right now 10%. that will spend more money with yeah. you because they value what you bring Yeah, and getting more granular and getting more intentional and you can't get it wrong right now. And so paying to have people come in and help like a Kyle right. Dynamics, like a WinRate, like a Mike Claudio, like a Joe Hughes and, yeah. and like, okay, I really need to dial this in. Yeah. And that's, like, I got like three or fortune now on the end of the year. Awesome. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, compared to like, you know, you, it's what's happening is, is the client base is seeing each other doing it. Yes. Like, what is that? Oh, that's like, a thing? Is, I didn't know that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, if you're interested. <laughs> yeah. We're, you, do you pitch me to you, Larry? <laughs> <laughs> or you pitched you to Yeah, I learned from you. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Um, no, we have one in Colorado right now, like where I won't even go. Probably it'll be Sydney because guess she's she's going to be better at it than I am as yeah. far as getting into oh, the tactics. Yeah. And that's Clifton tells me all the time. He's like, yo. Uh, develop your higher price program because 10% of your client base wants to pay you more for yes, something. They do. And we have yet to do that. So yeah. we'll work on that. I mean, and in person. Yeah. And I'll tell you later what, how I price that stuff. Oh, yeah. Juicy. Um, yeah, Juicy. That's yeah. behind the scenes, guys. You got to subscribe. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't know what this is going out. This is evergreen content. The price is going up. <laughs> Tomorrow's price is not today's price. So get it now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> smash that link below. <laughs> yeah. Man. Just, uh, but overall, I think but that's like, People right now, there are still clients who are spending money. Yeah. And if you believe that you are behind, get help. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, we have clients right now that are crushing it year over year. And we have others that are flattered down. Yeah. It really comes down to who implemented the help. Right. The most effectively. And it's not always about revenue. It be, it's, no. It's, it's profit. No, it's it's efficiency. Mike talked about net profit. Like yeah. we're focused on improving profit this year. 
And yeah, my target is twenty percent net. Yeah, yeah, we're at like twenty one percent year to date, right? Awesome. Now. So I'm I'm thrilled with that. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for being here, Mike. I appreciate your support. Congratulations, though, man. Thank you. I mean, for like when, where you were last year on where you were going with this, and yeah, what you wanted to do and started started dabbling the events, and you know, I think like today's event is an accumulation of eighteen months of focus and effort. And like, yes, there's room for improvement. We we take takeaways from every event. Oh yeah. But I, I really want you to take a minute and just look at like you do you built this. Yeah. Like they're all here. And they may not be here for you specifically, but they're here because of you. Yeah, that's that's a great point. And, yeah. and I think I just give yourself an opportunity, you know, because even the way that, you know, you're recognized at RoofCon is just a staple, you know, of integrity and values. And, mm-hmm. you know, the roofing industry specifically is not, it's not, it's not always clear waters, man. There's some dirty, yeah. there's some dirty water out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think I want to congratulate you. Cool. You know, because I, I watched you go through a lot of battles last year with, the change in pricing, the change in approach, yeah. the change in offer, the change in the team. Yeah. You know, I remember the first time you like you had to get off a call for something, like let someone else run one. You were freaking out. And now like you're going to talk for 30 minutes at a whole day event. And that's- I know. It, it is. It's I weird. was up there watching Sydney and Elizabeth. I was just like, I was like getting choked up a little bit. It's like, I am now. It's like, it's so cool to give them that it's platform. So and they are so good at what they do. And they're, Elizabeth's a, a tremendous presenter. Mm. And like, they're so it's awesome to see them just like thrive. You yeah, know? what's cool is is like you're you are now a better CEO than you are a marketer. Yeah. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, where's John? John's not in here. I le- I learn from John every day. Like as far as marketing, like yeah. here's what to do, do this, don't do this on Instagram, do 100%. this. I'm like, all right, cool. Like feed me. Like it, 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 that's what you hired me for last year was like, Mike, I need to become a better CEO, right? That was yep. the conversation we had. And yeah. Right now, in this moment. Yeah. 10 months later, since we've coached together, there you go. You are a better CEO than you are a marketer for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's real, dude. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty fucking cool. It's interesting. It's, and then in a couple of years, I might not even be a CEO. I might be just a visionary dude. Like, like be an investor just consulting other marketing companies. Yeah. Lots of money. Yeah. But it's just really cool to see your transition, man, from where you were just completely suffocating everything last year. Yeah. Because you were so afraid to let go of stuff. Yeah. To like now, like you literally had nothing to do with this. Mm-hmm. And while also having everything to do with it. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, we're in an event with a hundred people and we have, you know, dozens of clients that are being served right now all over the country by our team, which I'm not in contact with. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. You did it's it. Cool. It's I mean, you, cool. You did. You did the next scary as hell. Base camp. You did the base camp. Yeah. This is the right. Base the base camp. camp. This right. Is the base camp. Yeah. The end. It's not the summit. Yeah. So like now you get a chance to settle in here for a little bit. Yeah. Right. Catch your breath. Reacclimate. Right. Now we to reacclimate. Dream again. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. Man, this is awesome, man. Thanks so much for being here, Absolutely. supporting us, supporting the team, Absolutely. helping out, handing out t-shirts earlier, man. Yeah, I'm versatile. I have <laughs> hands today. Name tag shirts. <laughs> I'm probably gonna be scooping out lunch later. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for, you know, so you like, so for you. Like, you, you, you made a, a post in the the internal customer, you know, Facebook group earlier today. Like, do I really do just love helping people? Yeah, I mean, again, like, yeah, it really does just bring me. Like, I'm I can smiling, tell. I'm smiling. Right Tiffany, now. your wife was here too. Like, she's for no reason. She's putting just, name tags <laughs> in, like prepping, and like it's just who we are. It was just a whirlwind. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, it's just who we yeah. are. Yeah, and it's like you can't you can't fake that. No, you know, and, and like I appreciate you recognizing that, and it's cool to have people around, like you guys, our team. That like if something goes wrong, like the batteries and the microphone went bad, and yeah, I I I looked though, like I didn't, I just didn't, I didn't do anything. Yeah. Two seconds later, Elizabeth's like walking somewhere to go get yeah. batteries. Like yeah. that's you know that's cool, man. So values, culture, Congrats. being being a good person. Thank you so much, man. Absolutely. Appreciate you. Absolutely. 
if you guys are in a position where you find yourself, you've been spraying and praying with your marketing. We've got a guy out in our event. He told me before we're having coffee, he's working with three different marketing companies. He's like, I'm sick of it. I need to bring everything in house, take more control, get control of my spending. If you're in that position, which so many people are wildly overspending on marketing, having no idea what's going on, and more importantly, what you're getting in return, reach out to us here at Contractor Dynamics. We can help you give us some clarity on how to build out a marketing plan so you can track everything, you know what's going on, and you're getting the results and you're building the brand that you need to get your company to that next level. So reach out to us at Contractor Dynamics. We want to support you in your next level of growth. All right, guys, to wrap up this conversation with Mike Claudio, I want you to find one thing in your business or your life that you can be more intentional about. It might be your finances, it might be your marketing, it might be your sales process, it might be creating a vision for your business, or maybe it's in your life. Maybe it's intentional with your relationship with your spouse, intentional with your kids, intentional with working out, with eating well, whatever that might be for your particular situation. Just find one thing and just double down on that every day for the next 21 days and see what happens. I challenge you to do that. Beyond that, make sure you give Mike a follow on Instagram on Facebook. Follow his podcast, The Big Stud Podcast. It's a really good show. And of course, make sure you're subscribed and you're following along to The Nailed It Show so that you get fresh content every week in your inbox. We'll talk to you soon.